Keith Urban will be performing at the 2016 NRL Grand Final. Uh, I wonder whether Mossy is a fan of Keith Urban. Uh, from the all-conquering Mossy and Robbo duo, Mossy joins us this morning. Hello, sir. Uh, g'day, Jack. Yes, um, no, I'm not a huge Keith Urban fan, but I am a huge NRL fan. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's big news, though, isn't it? It's massive. I mean, it's, is it going one up on Meatloaf? I guess uh, yeah. time will tell. I think anything. I think something from the Rudy Hill RSL was going one up on uh, Meatloaf, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, we, we haven't stopped talking about Meatloaf, have we? It's, it's years it on. I, I remember it, Mossy. I was there doing the game on radio, and I remember the Meatloaf started. And I'm thinking to myself, and we all looked at each other because we were on air at the time. We all looked at each other and went, is this serious? Is this, is this actually happening? <laughs> oh, dear. Is this really happening? Am I really here? Yeah. 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 It <laughs> brings back some horrible, horrible memories. Now, let's talk uh, Paralympics at, at Rio. A- another interesting and fairly successful night for the Aussies. Evan O'Hanlon took out silver uh, in the 100 metres, which was a wonderful achievement. It's a wonderful achievement for Evan, but he'll be uh, a little bit disappointed. He was going for uh, three gold medals in a row in the 100 metres, and uh, he came out with a silver medal. Uh, he lost his world record in the process, so not only did he not get his, uh, his, his extra gold, uh, but he, he uh, loses his world record. And he announced afterwards, actually, Jack, he said, look, um, that'll do me three Paralympics. I'm pretty happy with where I've got. I'll, yep. uh, I'll, I'll get on with the rest of my life. Um, so he's uh, announced that afterwards. And I'll tell you what, what I'm going to propose to you out there, Evan O'Hanlon, he can run sub 11 seconds. So that's very, very fast. Um, I'm just wondering, would there be a barista in the world that would be faster than that? Because Evan owns his own <laughs> cafe, super fine cafe up there in Canberra CBD. I wonder, I wonder if there is a... <laughs> no. Or maybe, maybe coffee's the secret. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's... And it's it's all legal too. There's nothing uh, wider banned about coffee, Mossy, I wouldn't have thought. Now, last time I looked on the list, but this is the scary thing about the, the, the WADA is they'll come and ping you eight years later and say yeah. it's, uh, it wasn't performance enhancing then, but we, we realise it now. And Robbo's been uh, you know, big on this with the headbands. Obviously, Robbo wears a headband uh, for a couple of reasons. One of those, he looks cool. The other one is uh, the, the hair's receding back a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd have a dig at him because he had a dig at me yesterday. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah. He did, yeah, yep. yeah. Pick on the redhead. Stick on the redhead uh, if, he's, if, he's, uh, if there's not a fat person around. That tends to be the way it goes. <laughs> oh, I've been dealing with it for 31 years, mate, so I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, now, Madison Durazio, also uh, Christy Dawes, and the women's 1,500 metres were in action overnight. Yeah, so Robbo spoke about this on uh, Finding Fernley, which you can uh, get a hold of on any of the uh, their favourite platforms, mainly on Facebook and Twitter you can get a hold of that. And he spoke about this. He reckons they were big chances, and they were big chances. It was a very close final. Unfortunately, though, uh, the local girl up here in Newcastle, Christy Dawes, she finished eighth, and Madison De Rosario finished in fifth. Uh, so that's in the women's 1500 metre, T54. And Christy's just been going around for years and years, and she just keeps doing it, and uh, she keeps plugging away. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to turn around Tokyo or not, yeah. um, but that'll be uh, an interesting one to see as well. Now, finding Fernley is going viral to the point where yesterday I saw Kurt Fernley tweeting a video of him watching Finding Fernley. Yeah, we made him do that. Uh, we said, no one, no one will believe that we actually know you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it wasn't that classic. So it was um, from memory. I was looking at it this morning, and he's like, oh, I found Fernley, watch, watching Finding Fernley yeah. over there. Um, he's a character. There's no doubt about it. He's a, he's a super, superb athlete, but he's an even better bloke as well. And, uh, yeah, it's going well, Robbo. He certainly said, mate, I have to get you in. And I said, mate, you're doing such a fantastic job. 
I think I think you're uh, you're making the name for yourself here, mate. So uh, yeah. yeah, he'll ha- he'll have another episode coming up very shortly. We'll, uh, stay tuned for that. And he threw in a preview show yesterday as well. So he's uh, he's taking it to bigger and better things. There's he's, no doubt about that. He can't be stopped, this man. Neither can the two of you. Mossy and Robbo is where you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, also on Snapchat. Dylan Orcott and Heath Davidson about to step on court for the final. Uh, they should be a good chance. These two, they've been steamrolling their way through the tournament in the uh, wheelchair tennis. Yeah, well, they're actually on now, and they're into their second set. So it's a real, bit weird. I was watching it before, and it said live and free in the top right-hand corner on the Channel 7-2 here. And I thought, hang on, I've got to go and make sure it is actually live. I know it's free. Uh, so I went to the app, but no, it is. It's on at the moment. They're in their second set, and they've just struck back. They were down 4-2, and Alcott, he's, he's blowing the fingers. He's pumping the fist. He's got the hat backwards. Very uh, Leighton Hewitt-like. They say he's the Leighton Hewitt of, uh, of wheelchair tennis. And, uh, yeah, gives the cobra and everything. So they're, they're back in. It's, it's, it's four all, and they're up 40-15 with the serve in the second set. They're one set down at the moment to, to the Yanks. So uh, the boys have got their tails up. This is really good to see, of course. It's not just about Dylan Alcott, uh, but uh, Heath Davidson, a bit of a stalwart of uh, the tennis, uh, wheelchair tennis community. And uh, I'll tell you what, looking at how things are going here, these guys, they might be going in yeah. tomorrow morning because it's been a very late day for them. Uh, now, before we let you go, Mossy, one very interesting story to come out of the, the Paralympics is the 1,500 metres, the fact that uh, the time uh, of the young man from Algeria, Algeria is actually faster than the gold medal winner at the Rio Olympics uh, early this month in the able-bodied events. Yeah, so that's Abdelatif Baka. He finished uh, nearly two seconds ahead of the Olympic champion, Matthew Centrowicz. Now, the the one thing here, it was actually not just him, but it was four athletes. The first four athletes that crossed the line in the T13 category in the 1500 metres, they uh, were faster than the Olympic time, uh, which was uh, thir- uh, three minutes 50. That was absolutely sensational. And I, what I really liked at the end of this is not only the fact, and some people might go, how is that the fact? Well, in championship racing, which is, you know, this is a big championship racing yep. in uh, the able bodies, quite often they go very, very slow. It's cat and mouse and someone goes. Um, so that's why it was a little bit faster. But I tell you, it just goes to show you there is limited difference mm. uh, between, you know, some uh, we could say in the Paralympic and the Olympic athlete in some things as well. But the cool story about this is Jared Clifford. I don't know if you know Jared, but uh, he's a, he is, of course, Victorian. Yep. Um, 17 years of age. He's got juvenile macular degeneration. So he's in this category here. He was a finalist at last year's World Championships in the IPC World Championships. He finished seventh in this event at 17 years of age. Now, seventh in a very fast event. Jared actually podiums with the able-bodied athletes, okay? In the, so he, he can only see about five metres in front of him, but he runs with all the other boys in his age groups at school, and he gets to the top level of Australia uh, and, uh, and quite often takes a medal. But he said this, and they said, you took a bit of a stumble there. He said, look, when you get a bunch of blokes who can't see and get them to run really fast, it's going to get a bit rough. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point when you think about it. It's a fair point. Uh, Mossy, as always, you're doing a wonderful job of uncovering all of the great stories uh, from the Rio Paralympics and bringing them to us on the show every morning. So thank you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the opportunity, Jack. Have a good day, everyone. Mossy and Robbo joining us. You can jump on board their Twitter handle, their Instagram feed, their Facebook feed, their Snapchat feed, Mossy and Robbo.